His Love Christian Fellowship is excited to share this podcast with you. We hope you enjoy this message. And your love forever. Thank you, Liam. That was awesome. I, you know, it, the thing is, you're all hearing the same things. It is incredible. We have the same Holy Spirit, and he's just, and so you're going to hear a lot of the same thing because uh, the Lord woke me up the other morning, or I woke up with a negative thing, and he said, if you listen to one negative thing about yourself when you wake up in the morning, the devil has you all day. And I went, oh, my goodness. You know, like I don't feel good or something's wrong with my body or what, some negative thing, whatever it is. So, Father, we thank you. We celebrate. And, Lord, um, I, I don't need to pray for more fire, but let it come. And, uh, Lord, let us run. Let us run. We are running into a season, Lord. And, Lord, I'm not limping either, and I thank you for that. So I hope I can share this, but uh, the Lord has been speaking to me. First of all, the most important thing on earth, who he is. Who he is, okay? So, and I love Isaiah. It's always been one of my favorite books of the Bible, but, but, um, so I got a new Isaiah, a passion translation, and, and I've just enjoyed it. Okay, so celebrate before you see. That's where we're at. Like Joshua, and this is some of my school statements that every single day I look at. Like Joshua and Caleb, I look at a difficult circumstance as my opportunity to see how big and good my God is. Every difficult circumstance, look at it and, and look at it as an opportunity to see how big and good my God is. And um, I live under an open heaven that brings breakthrough wherever I go. Nothing is hopeless or impossible with God. He works all things together for my good, his perfect will. Um, <clears throat> so saying all that, Isaiah 9, 6 through 7 is this. A child has been born for us. In fact, I sang this in choir. A child has been born for us. A son has been given. His name is Jesus. The responsibility of complete dominion rests on his incredible shoulders. Sound like anything? The responsibility, and the Lord's been saying that, you're not responsible. When I came back from uh, Ireland or Scotland, he's like, you're not responsible to carry things. You're not responsible to bring. You're not responsible. Obey me, but you're not responsible. You can't bring the miracles. You can all strive all you want. The responsibility of complete dominion on the earth rests on his incredible shoulders. And his name is the Wonderful One, the incredible planner and builder, the God of all strength and might and power, the Father of us all forever and ever, the warring prince who brings peace. Great and vast is his dominion. The government of his shoulders and peace will have no ending. On and on it goes. Zeal and passion for our God will ensure it is finished. 
He's going to finish. Papa's looking. That's why he's uh, this got a hope. He's just going, it's going to be finished, kids. I'm just looking at you and going, will your heart trust me? Will your heart trust me? And my word, all, do you trust me? Do you trust me? Every time you have a negative thought, you are fighting against trust. Every single time you have a negative thought, you're fighting against trust. That's just amazing. His kingdom will rule over all dominion of glory, his control. So that's the first thing, and, and that is the most important thing, who he is. Oh, my goodness, the revelation of who he is. The second thing is revelation of who we are. It is so important. He wants us to know who we are. We could go through our whole life and miss it. And if you don't know who you, you are for him, I always thought, um, you know, there's a scripture in Timothy that says some, some people are vessels of glory and others are this and that, you know. And I was like, yeah, I'm one of them common ones. I'm probably a chamber pot. You know, I mean, I had those negative kind of thoughts, that's not true. We were all created for vessels of glory. And if you want more favor, then seek him because he promises. Now, do you realize favor rests on those who seek him? He favors us all. We are all incredibly favored. But if you haven't been getting the favor you feel you deserve, then you're not spending time with him. Because the word says that if you'll seek me, you will find me. And favor rests on those who seek him. He's a rewarder of those who seek him. So if you're not getting the favor, then just start seeking him. Go after him. Look for his face and see him. Because he's a rewarder. All right, so we're all vessels of glory. I think we all maybe don't agree with that, but need to. Okay. <laughs> and so I, I am realizing something that's incredible happening in the nation. See, Ron and I watched it. We were, we were able to walk during the Jesus movement. And we watched, and most of you weren't born. And if you were, you were babies. And probably most of you weren't babies. Okay? But during the Jesus movement, well, how old were you? 1973, Kristen. That's right. See, I mean, I'm just telling you, you guys were all, didn't get to see this. We saw it. We saw it with our own eyes. The name of Jesus became the most popular, wonderful name that there ever was in this nation. Youth everywhere could not hardly stand not to know the name of Jesus. We had 300 youth meeting in a basement when we found out about the name of Jesus. It was incredible. And people were excited about Jesus. I mean everywhere, everywhere. It was incredible. It was prayer meetings in our town with all the businessmen, and they were all repenting to, to each other because Jesus was being revealed. Guess what? It's coming greater now. I'm telling you, it's coming greater now. God is removing the religious spirit off of all of us. He's putting us in a place where we don't have to have the responsibility. He's setting the church free to be able to receive. And, and when God does crazy things, we're not going to go, well, he couldn't do that. He can do whatever he wants to do. 
revival is happening. You know, I had been saying, Lord, I just want to see, because I've heard the word prodigals are returning for a long time. I said, I just want to see one. And the Lord spoke to me and he said, you don't celebrate him when you see him. And one of them was Justin Beaver. I am telling you, he is a testimony and a witness of the name of Jesus all over the world now. And how many of you have celebrated his salvation? Oh, that's nice. He got saved. You know what? No, he got more than saved. He got brought back to Jesus. He got brought back to his first love. He didn't know the Lord. Another one that I, I think is incredible, Lauren Daigle has a song, and I'm, we're going to play it in a second. Uh, they sang it actually at the um, Christmas, and I was just so excited about it. But do you remember we started singing Good, Good Father? And I remember when that song started, there was a little bit of uproar over that song. Because he loves you, because he loves you, because he loves you. He loves you. No, you got to earn it. You got to be somebody. You got to do something. And, and this incredible message of the good father came out. And it's all over the world, everywhere you go. And believe it or not, they sang it at the Christmas. And I'm going, come on, Jesus. Anyway, Lauren Daigle, which we've loved for a long time and just is amazing. She's got a song, and I remember the first time I ever heard it, which was way before it was popular, and I went, thank you, God. This is true. This is the truth. This is a message of the Father's love going out over our nation. And so she meets with Ellen DeGeneres. Guess what? She grew up in a Christian home. She has a Christian mother. And God's going to do it. And he doesn't care about our uh, debris. Uh, honestly, our debris is nothing to God. He is going to heal our nation. And homosexuality isn't going to be nothing anymore. It's just going to fall. Because when you find out who you are, you're going to want to be it. Because you know who he is. And so I, I just want to play this song. Because this is a message going out over the airwaves. The people have to start thinking about our Father. They have to start thinking about Jesus. And I'm just going, come on, Jesus. We agree that the hearts, Lord, that have been reached, Lord, maybe in a Sunday school, maybe, Lord, just one time, maybe in uh, the weekday services, Lord, whatever it is, a, a heart that knew you, Lord, across this land, a fall in love with Jesus movement again. God, we speak it across the land. Fall in love and believe who he says we are. God, we thank you. We thank you we're going to hear testimony upon testimony. We thank you, God. Thank you, God. So like Abraham, I believe like Abraham, we believe. We believe what God says about us. He says we've been made into vessels of honor, believing that I can see as he sees. He says we've been seated with him in heavenly places. If you want to see, seek him, and you'll see. You will see. Abraham saw my day. Abraham saw through God's eyes. He saw Jesus. Abraham looked up and he saw, and he believed. Seeing is believing. Now, I want to tell you something. God wants you to see you so you can believe. 
He wants you to see so you can believe. He wants you to become visionaries full of the revelation of God so you can see. Sometimes he gives us dreams so we can see and believe, but he wants you to start seeing because he has given heaven to us. We are those who see. We're not blind. Job said, I heard of you. I heard of you. I've heard of Jesus. I've heard all about you, but now I see. And I turn, and I'm going to go towards you and what I see. Now I see. God sits in the heavens with joy. He gives us his son. The son reveals, and this is amazing. He the reveals and shows the eternal purpose of God. See the son. See the son. God says to Jesus, Father says, ask of me and I will give you the nations. I will do it. I will do it. God wants us to have the nations. He wants your neighbors. He wants your sons and daughters. He wants everyone. I will do it. Ask of me and they will become your legacy. I want more legacy. We're not too old. I dreamed I had a baby at 65. It scared me to death when I woke up. I mean, it did. That's crazy. But I want a greater legacy. And you know what? I wanted to hand that baby off. And the Lord spoke to me in the dream and said, stop it. I've given that baby for you to raise. I'm telling you, do not limit God, Jody. Do not limit God, thus saith the Lord, Jody. <laughs> No, any of us do not limit God. It's an hour. We're not ever too old to believe. Anna and Simeon believed. We're in an hour where God is going, will you believe? And yes, will you begin to declare it and speak it with your mouth? Ask of me and I'll give you the nations and they'll become your legacy. Your dominion will stretch to the ends of the earth, your glory from the ends of the earth, and you'll shepherd them with unlimited anointing. We're shepherded. We're taken care of. Okay, so who are you? Your vessels of glory. Your vessels of glory. Your vessels of glory. You saw gold all over here? Your gold. Do you understand your vessels of glory? Your children need to know because they love Jesus. They're vessels of glory. You become glory when Jesus covers you. And you have access to heaven. Vessels that have faith and are open to all of heaven brings heaven to earth. Now, I want to be a wide open vessel. A vessel of glory that believes in the glory coming to earth. Come again. Azusa Street is going to be nothing compared to what God wants to do. But you're the vessels of glory. I'm the vessel of glory that opens up and expects you know what? You can repeat the news till you're blue in the face. You can, you can be the negative. I was telling Ethan something about the media mountain, and I said, it's just so been on my heart. And he said, the word Jared gave, the words that we speak with our mouths are the media mountain. What are you speaking all week long? What are you speaking? Where are we? We're the media mountain. Let's take it. Let's take it in our own domain. Let's take it in our own place.
Let's begin to declare it. Vessels of glory have faith and they bring heaven to earth. The glory is going to cover the whole earth and these are faith-believing people. And you know, I, I, I heard how sad it is that you believe that that glory is only going to come in the millennium. Only going to come when Jesus came to reign. Do you know what? He reigns in us now. He reigns in us today. We're the vessels of glory today. Not when he comes again. When he comes again, we're just going to gather to him. And he's looking around and going, I got all these vessels of glory and they think they're junk. I got all these vessels of glory and their heads are down and they're so busy with life that they're not even seeking me anymore. And I want to bring my glory to the earth. Are you seeking him? Will you be the vessel of glory to usher in what God is already doing now? The waves are going to begin to come like this. Are you going to be ones who do that? Then seek him and believe him. Covering the earth, believing the miraculous power of God, this is what vessels of glory do. We don't have to be big and we don't have to be mighty, but trusting and believing, that's what we have to be. I love this. We're the seeing vessels. Faith is the substance of circumstances not yet visible. Faith is the substance of circumstances not yet visible. And yet they're, invis they're visible to us because we see. The evidence, the joyful hope of what is yet to be seen will be seen. Glory vessels are us. They're believers. Are you a believer? I believe. I believe. I believe. You guys, I feel like I could run a marathon. I'm not kidding you. It is just over and over. I've been seeing it. When I walked through Spencer, I saw the glory. I knew. I, I, you know, people were out putting their Christmas decorations on, and I'd come around a corner singing at the top of my lungs, and, and then I'm like, ah, and I sing a little softer. Let your glory come, move, extend your hand out, vessels of glory. So what do we do and how do we respond? And that's the very last part of this. What do we do and what is our response? I'm going to tell you that God has been speaking this to me so strongly. You have a response the Holy Spirit takes hold of us in our human frailty. Anybody relate human frailty? That's why we think our vessels are something else. Holy Spirit takes hold of us in our human frailty. And the mature children of God are moved by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit makes fatherhood real to us. The Holy Spirit says you're a child, a beloved child. The Holy Spirit tells us how much we are loved. And the Holy Spirit lets you see heaven. The Holy Spirit gives you vision to see heaven. It does. The entire universe is waiting for what we are on the edge of seeing. The entire universe itself is standing on its tiptoes, yearning to see the unveiling of God's glorious, remember, glory vessels, 
glorious sons and daughters. Sons and daughters who believe in signs and wonders and miracles. You know what? We've been speaking the name of Jesus over this nation for a long time. But we're still not like the disciples, are we? We still have not opened up and said, God, your glory. We've had a few, and then they fell because they couldn't handle the fame. What if the whole of the body of Christ became the vessel of glory that believed again that when he comes, he comes in power and might and glory, and he heals people? You can't argue with a healing. You can't argue with a salvation that has changed a heart from a hardened man to seeing Jesus. That's what God wants to do in this hour through a whole group across the earth. You know, they said the Philippines, the number one book in the Philippines now, and when we were there, I know, is the Bible. They're all reading their Bible. I am telling you, I've never seen such hunger. We went in, uh, Ethan was with me. We went into those meetings. Oh, my goodness. Hunger for the very presence of God, and now he's rocking the Philippines. It's going to be here. It's coming here. It's already coming. I already am tasting of the wine. Come on, Jesus. It says the whole earth is looking for the unveiling of these sons and daughters and it's against its will it had to endure corruption and decay because of our human sin. And now it is longing to see and experience the wonderful freedom coming to God's children. I want you to see something. It doesn't say your freedom's coming when Jesus comes again. And there's a whole church sitting there waiting on Jesus to come again or the rapture or something. It says that the whole earth is waiting on the unveiling of the sons and daughters, who he says we are, glorious people. I'll tell you what I think's happened in America. We sought the appraise and the applause of men. We've looked at ourselves according to what man looks at. Our schools are full of comparisons. You are compared, you're compared, your, your incomes are compared, your houses are compared, everything is in comparison. We were talking with Greg and Kristen last night and said when we were young, we didn't have any money and we didn't care. We really didn't. We had electric spools for our end tables. Greg and Kristen said they got a couch from the dump. Mike and Teresa had a cooler that they had outside their door because it was cold in the winter and that was a refrigerator. We were all there, and we didn't expect our house to be remodeled all the time and all new things and make sure that you have every food you want at Thanksgiving and all the things that God has blessed us with, and I'm thankful for that. I am. I'm greatly thankful for the blessings, but can we be expectant beyond those things? Can we be expectant to believe beyond that, or is it all about us and all the things that we center around ourselves? Or if we sing or do something that everybody watches us and we get on YouTube and now, and now we're famous and now we're... What if you're the vessel of glory in a neighborhood where God comes and visits the homes in that place? What if thousands are impacted by you like praying high just because he prayed? You're vessels of glory. 
And it says now it's longing to see and experience the wonderful freedom coming to God's children. The earth is, is longing for us, the sons and daughters of God, vessels of glory. It's groaning as we have grown passionately, longing to experience our fullness as sons and daughters. And we've all groaned. This is our faith and hope. Just as it was 2,000 years ago, believing and hoping for the Messiah. But he came to those who believed and expected. Mary believed. Joseph believed. Zechariah believed. He almost missed it. Elizabeth believed. Anna believed. Simeon believed. And they were vessels of glory to bring forth the salvation of the most incredible miracle that would ever touch this earth, Jesus Christ. But they believed. And they were vessels. Can you imagine being part of that vessel that believed? And here comes Jesus. I mean, I think Mary it was an incredible woman. She believed, and God let the Son of God be inside her. Oh, my goodness. She believed. The Holy Spirit was there all along. And it says in uh, 1 Timothy 3.16 that it strengthened Jesus. The Holy Spirit was there all along to strengthen and make righteous by the Spirit's might. It's the Holy Spirit we need. We need the vessels of glory to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So there are two things wrapped in love that the Father desires of the sons and daughters. Did you hear me say wrapped in love? That means wrapped by his arms, and that means love in our hearts. Wrapped in love, but there's two things he desires because he's our lover. Two things. One, faith to believe and trust. Do you believe? Do you believe for more? Do you believe for good? Do you believe you're a vessel of glory? Do you believe that he has more for you? Do you believe that he cares about Owen County? Do you believe? Do you believe to believe and trust? One day I was kind of having a struggle and the Lord, uh, right after I'd read, Christ will subdue all things. And so the Lord spoke to me. And he always calls me Teresa Ann, which is Harvester of Grace. And he said, Teresa Ann, do you think I'm dismayed at your situation? Put yourself in those shoes. Do you think I'm dismayed at your situation? Maybe a little hopeless at your work and cause in the area you live in? Maybe I'm a little hopeless? I said, no, Papa, you can't be because nothing's too hard for you. Do you think, Teresa Ann, that this is a little hard? Owen County and surrounding it a little hard? Or maybe too small or insignificant for me to come? Have you ever thought that? Well, I think I've struggled with thinking that, Father. <laughs> we aren't big and we aren't grand or even a lot of people living here. And then the kids want out of here. They want something bigger and better and maybe a lot more finished than we are here. In ways, Papa, it feels like we've only just begun and barely touched the surface. So, Teresa Ann, look at me. Look me in the eyes and tell me what you see. I see power and glory over all, over everything. 
ministry say, and your home and your situation are a setup. This whole area is a perfect setup for my glory to come. It's a setup. You guys are being set up. You're being set up. Nothing in my power and glory will be able to stand against me. Nothing harmful or evil will be found for the earth. All, Owen and beyond, will be filled with the intimate knowledge of the Lord, Yahweh, just as the waters fill the sea. What if the rest of your life, Teresa, mother of grace, is spent in glorifying and celebrating me? What if the rest of our lives we celebrate? So now we believe and we trust. How many here do not have a prayer language but would like to have one? How many have struggled having a prayer language? I can tell you that there's no age. There's no age difference on that. My children were three years old and spoke in tongues. I remember one of them not only spoke in tongues, but sat on the stairs and prophesied. So age is nothing. There is no inferior. The Holy Spirit is an inferior to the children. In fact, I've heard more and more that God is going to use the mouth of the babes in this season and watch for them. So how many here can pray in tongues. It looks like all of you, vessels of glory. So this word is to you. The Holy Spirit takes hold of our human frailty to empower us to believe first, to pray, super intercede the desires of the Spirit as the Holy Spirit in us passionately pleads before the Father, Jesus, the throne. For us, his holy ones, with God's plan, God's plan is the redemption of all things. If there's anything unredeemed in your life, that's not his plan. If there's anything that is less than perfect, it's not his plan. His plan is the redemption of all things. All things put under his feet. And the only one we're waiting on is death. Right now, yes, our mortal bodies do decay. There's no one that has lived beyond their mortal body unless they went, got transported to heaven. All our mortal bodies have some decay. But that's going under his feet at the very end. It says that everything else is under his feet. That means healing, signs, and wonders. The Holy Spirit in us passionately pleads. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come and flood these homes. I prayed in tongues over all the homes. I'm like, God, you know whether they're fighting and, or whether they're, they're being restored. God, you know, but Holy Spirit, come. You're the vessels of glory right here. We're the vessels of glory. He called us. This is not a passive thing. I loved it. We watched a Bethel worship last night, I think it was. And as we're watching it, they're crying out for more fire. And I thought they just had that huge fire at Reading. I thought, I wonder if they're going to um, be afraid to cry out for the fire of the Holy Spirit. Well, they weren't. 
and it was going in waves over the church. And I told Ron, I said, they're in revival. We're in revival. Come, Holy Spirit, as we pray in perfect harmony with God's plan, our destiny and the destiny of redemption over our area. If you live here, you're called to pray for the redemption of this area. If you're called to go somewhere else, you'll pray for this one too, and you'll pray for the one you go to. But you're called. So now we believe. We trust as vessels. We believe. We trust as vessels that know God is moving, and he's weaving everything together to fit into God's good and perfect plan of good, 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 and our destiny. Having determined our destiny ahead of time, which is all redemption, he called us to himself, and he transferred his perfect righteousness to us and his son. You guys, we're perfect in him. We're perfect vessels. We're vessels of glory. We've been made perfect in him, and we've been given the power of the Holy Spirit to pray and to call forth the redemption. You guys, you're all called. It's not just an intercessor. If it is, then why is Jesus sitting? This is what Jesus is doing. He's sitting in heaven, interceding constantly for us because he wants to see the finish, everything under his feet, the redemption of all things. You guys, we're in such a credible hour to live. I thank God we got to live in this hour. Heaven is interceding. The Holy Spirit is interceding. Jesus, the anointed one, sits on the throne by the Father, constantly praying for our triumph and redemption. Who and what can still stand against us? The greatest enemy we have is to doubt God, to get angry at our circumstances, and unbelieving of his goodness. He's a good, good father. So Mary believed above circumstances. Joseph believed above circumstances. Zechariah believed. He almost missed it because of his circumstances. Elizabeth believed and received. Simeon believed and received. Anna believed and received. These were the vessels, the sons and daughters of that hour. That was their assignment. There was many who missed their assignment. They were called to usher in Jesus and bring in the King of kings and Lord of lords. But we are in that hour, and I am not going to be one of those who does not usher in the glory of God. I refuse it. I refuse it. You know, I, I think I shared this, but my dad and, and Phyllis both are really getting older, and yet they pray in the Spirit all the time. They're ushering in the glory I refuse not to be doing that. And unbelief and doubt and getting hurt and all those things are what the world does. But he's called us to redemption, to bring forth God's plan and destiny on the earth. Are we those sons and daughters now or will we be robbed of faith by circumstances? I love the statement how it is a glorious victory, if only in the millennium. How is it a glorious victory, if only in the millennium? He's called us victorious. He's called us winners. He's called us overcomers. 
and his plan is the redemption of all things. You know, do not use that you didn't get that miracle in the past season as your excuse. You know, I'm believing for a total healing and restoration of Hannah. Don't, don't say, well, it didn't happen. He said, That's, that is, you let it go. He said, those are things the enemy uses to stop us from believing. I believe a lot of our prayers have been held to a season because God moves by seasons. And now is the season. But I want us to stir up our prayer language. So I want everyone to just stand up and begin to lift your hands and pray in the spirit. Thank you for listening to this message. 